I found it hard to say the things I wanna say the most. Find a little bit of steady as I get close. Find a balance in the middle of the chaos. Send me up, send me down, send me never, then me got. I remember walking in the cold of November. I open that I make it to the end of December. Twenty-seven years at the end of my mind, but holding to the thought of another time. But looking for the ways of the ones before me, looking for the path of the young and lonely. I don't wanna hear about what to do, no. I don't wanna do it just to do it for you. Hello, hello, let me tell you what it's like to be zero, zero. Let me show you what it's like to never feel, feel. Never put in anything that's real, real. I'm looking for a way out. Hello, hello, let me tell you what it's like to be zero, zero. Let me show you what it's like to never feel, feel. Never put in anything that's real, real. I'm looking for a way out. Welcome to Pop Culture Catechism. Today we have singer songwriter and percoustics inventor David McHugh with us to talk about Imagine Dragons. Let's go. Welcome to Pop Culture Catechism. Conversations about music, movies, and the longings of the human heart. Let's get started. How do I deal with the suffering and pain I experience in my life? Am I defined more by myself and my own choices or by other people, their expectations, by society, by my, my, my parents? What makes those choices? How much control do I really have over my own life? We're going to cover those topics and much more as we dive into the lyrics and music of Las Vegas band Imagine Dragons today. I am... Mike Tenney, this is Pop Culture Catechism. I am your host. I am a Catholic speaker and worship leader, a father and a husband. I spent over a decade teaching at Catholic high school theology and also trying to make it as a rock star at night, playing music and, and writing songs. And I love talking about pop culture and having deep conversations about life, the universe, and everything with awesome people like David McHugh. But before we get started, I've got to tell you about popculturecatechism.com. It's our new website. We're no longer just on the Awaken Catholic site anymore. We have our own web domain, and you can go there right now, and you can join our patron community called the Pop Culture Catechists. Now, these are people that patronize this show by giving a monthly donation, tax-deductible donation, because Awaken Catholic is a nonprofit. And you can pick a tier, one through six, whatever fits your budget and your tithe. And there are perks that go along with each level, but everyone who is a patron gets access to uh, the Pop Culture Catechist community in the Awaken app, where we can have discussions about the show, and you can talk to me, and we can chit-chat about whatever you want. But also, there is exclusive content for each and every episode in season two. So if you're a patron, after you're done listening to this episode or watching this episode, go to the Awaken app in the Pop Culture Catechist uh, section and you will have additional, the full content of this episode there. And if you're not a patron yet, I really encourage you to consider helping us financially. Every little bit helps you or what keep the studio running with the lights and the cameras and the staff. All of that can't happen without your help. So thank you for those of you who are already giving. And if you're thinking about it, I really encourage you to help us out. You can also go to YouTube and subscribe to Pop Culture Catechism with Mike Tenney. Uh, we're no longer publishing videos just on the Awakened Catholic uh, YouTube channel. We now have our own YouTube channel. So if you're somebody who likes to subscribe to things on YouTube, go subscribe, hit the bell. So then anytime you go to YouTube, it'll suggest our videos and you won't miss a video. If you listen on podcasts, you don't need to change a thing that you're doing. We already have our own feeds there. So if you're subscribed, things will come back up. If you're not subscribed, Go ahead and subscribe and you can leave us a rating while you're there, a five-star rating, a review, 
all of that helps us. And more than anything else, just word of mouth. Just if you think this episode, it would be good for someone you know to hear, if it made you think of somebody, uh, take a screenshot, send it to them, send them a text, say, hey, I think uh, you would really like this episode. One last thing, and then we'll start. This episode was recorded just before Easter 2021, but we decided to save it and start off season two with it. Enjoy the show. Well, let's get into it. I'm so excited. David, we've, we've never met in real life, but I've, I've been following you online. You and your wife, Noelle, do some, some awesome ministry. You, do, you work within the pro-life movement. Um, you've done some youth ministry. Um, you, you guys are awesome musicians. Uh, tell, tell me about yourself. <laughs> tell me more about you and what you do and who you are. Yeah, well, I, I I gotta say I love you too, man. And I've been, uh, been I saw I saw your uh, your Instagram uh, page or whatever, and I read the the bio. Like you know, it's like you know, want to be rock star, and it's like this guy gets me. <laughs> I think I think uh, we we both had that uh, that dream, you know, and and uh, yeah, but um uh what's it called yeah just we're we're in oklahoma city right now working in respect life ministry nice. and uh we got our six kids and and so that always adds to the excitement of of things and um yeah just we share the same job which is weird working with your wife mm. um we because we don't talk because we're married and so <laughs> communication is is always difficult um <laughs> but but yeah and then just uh percoustics is kind of a side hustle but someday we hope to uh to make it a full-time hustle yeah so so tell me about percoustics because you were you were playing it you were demoing it at the beginning and i'm sure some some people especially if they're just listening and, and not watching the video version of this it, like it sounds like you, you got a full band going on there so so tell the people who can't see what you're doing what's what's going on explain what percoustics is yeah, yeah. And I didn't even activate the symbols, Mike. I could have brought in uh symbols, so we've been like oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> But um but yeah, no, it, it came out of just um uh just you know, playing percussive guitar on the guitar, you know, started playing that style in, mm -hmm. in maybe like early two thousand and I I quickly realized like as a drummer and a guitar player, this I wanted to I wanna play drums on this thing but it doesn't sound like any kind of real drum yeah. sound, like a good drum sound. It, mm -hmm. it just doesn't sound good. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. And so that, that just led on the journey. And I, I think you can't really, it doesn't translate well on what we're doing right now. Yeah. Like this digital platform, social media thing, because what I find is people, people see it on, you know, on their phone or on the, on their device. And immediately the mind tries to fill in like, how is this happening? The thing that I'm hearing, mm -hmm. and there's so much technology out there these days that allows you to, to you know, get the same sound, drums mm -hmm. and guitar at the same time, uh, mm -hmm. like you know, with backing tracks or loopers. That that's what people think. But when you yeah. play it live, like I was just at this uh, this bar uh, the other day on Wednesday night, and it's this magical uh, confusion that happens. Like people like. Okay, he's playing drums on his guitar, uh -huh. uh, but how is that happening? And and basically, the invention is is uh, they're called percoustics. But if you had to, like, get into the nature of percoustics, like, mm -hmm. what is percoustics? Uh, <laughs> it, 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 I would describe it as like take drum triggers and the idea of pick guards mm -hmm. and just like meld them together into one. So we call them like, you know, kind of drum trigger pick guards. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. And and so it it runs through my guitar, you know, these two uh these two pick guards here run through my guitar the 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 wire 
and uh, and you just install that like you would a normal guitar jack, mm -hmm. and basically uh, you you run the the wire out to any drum module out there to any electronic drum set. Yeah. Um, and they just come in all shapes and sizes these days for for electronic drums. Nice. Uh, and and that's it. Like it's it's super easy, super simple, um, but effective in suddenly now your your guitar is this new instrument mm -hmm. when when you have it on your guitar yeah so, so I, I think a lot of people are used to seeing like ed sheeran he does the looping and he, he hits on his guitar a lot and I've, and I've done that too on my acoustic and i'm trying to find the place where i hit and it sounds like a kick drum or the place i hit and it sounds like a snare or the place i hit and it sounds like a hi-hat um yeah so what you've done is the pick guard which is just normally something to protect the guitar from your pick hitting it You've actually turned that into like a little drum pad, a little drum trigger that then electronically triggers a sound, right? So, and, and, and you can you make it any to, sound. You can get anything you want. I you could get a, a sound bite from Bishop Fulton Sheen and have <laughs> him, you know, start talking every time you click uh -huh. that. And it's right there by the strings. You don't have to like hunt over the guitar. Try, yeah. Oh, well, here's down here's my bass drum, you yeah. know, or whatever. You can get that right here. So what do you what do you, what sounds do you have on it right now? The top what's the top one? So right now, um, like the, what I usually do, and this is my style uh, and, and the setup that, that we have it right now with these pick guards. But right now I have the, the top pad as my bass drum cool, and the bottom one as my uh, as my snare. Nice. But and I then when you hit the strings, it's kind of like the hi-hat sort of. Well, actually, <laughs> actually, that, that's what, a, when, when I've I done do percusic stuff, that's how I've done it. But yeah, uh -huh. yeah, yeah, no, what I do personally with percusics is, is I like to assign two sounds to uh, my top pad. Oh, cool. So, um, so wait a minute. So this is a, this is a closed hi-hat and the bass drum. Oh, cool. And I have the, the hi-hat set up so that it's running to a tap tempo slap back delay so it's got a delay on it. That's cool. So, so watch this. So, so, and then I can open the hi-hat and be like this. So I can be like. Wow, that's awesome. Close the hi-hat. That's cool. And I can change that tempo of the, of the hi-hat just by, you know, tap tempo. That's awesome. So for those of you just listening, like that's just two little pads on his guitar. Get all that sound, all that music. So if you are an acoustic guitarist and you play percussive style guitar, you do a lot of looping, um, I would definitely look into Percoustics. Is that just Percoustics.com? Percoustics.com. Awesome. Very yes. cool. Very cool. Well, um, yeah, man. Sometimes sometime we got to get together in real life, and I would love to, to jam. <laughs> I <laughs> like know. That would be know. amazing. But let's let's get into Imagine Dragons. So uh, Imagine Dragons is a rock band from Las Vegas, Nevada. The, the If you've never heard any songs by them, probably the one song you would have heard is Radioactive. Um, it is actually the longest charting single on the Billboard Top 100. Um, and they have they are the band with the most weeks on the Billboard Top 100. They have four albums, Night Visions from 2012, Smoke and Mirrors from 2015, Evolve from 2017, Origins from 2018. And they just put out uh, two new singles, which is in, in like April 2021, which was super convenient for when we were recording this. We'd already decided. Um, so their members are Dan Reynolds, Wayne Sermon, Ben McKee, and Daniel Platzman. Um, they've won uh, a Grammy Award, three American Music Awards, and a Billboard and 10 Billboard Music Awards. So, yeah, they won the Grammy in 2014 for Radioactive Best Rock Performance. So, uh, David, what do you – just tell me artistically, what do you love about Imagine Dragons? What is it about their their music and their artistry? 
Yeah, um, the the first I got I gotta give a little uh, pass. Like the first time I heard Imagine Dragons when it was when I was a youth minister, mm. and I was at the age like I, I don't I don't know if you've reached this age, uh, Mike, yet. Where it's like you reach the age where you're you're not cool, and you don't care about what's out there today. <laughs> I reached the cool. not cool part a long time ago. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> uh, good. Good. Yeah. Now that we've got that out of the way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, so I was a youth minister and um, uh, the last big music scene that I was into was like the post hardcore, you know, uh, stuff. Like I was in a post hardcore rock band in, in college in Franciscan. Mm -hmm. And and when I became a youth minister, it was it was like, yeah, I, I dubstep was kind of. Like I was hearing dubstep for the first time, mm -hmm. and the first ra you know song that I heard by Imagine Dragons was was Radioactive. Yes, yeah, definitely like, has some okay, of that flavor. This, yeah. Yes, yes, it, it's got the 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 wobbles, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. And and I thought like you know, okay, this isn't this isn't um you know EDM or or like you know dubstep. This is yeah. kind of like a rock band sort of thing. Um, and I I I loved it, you know, because it, it's like the 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 wobbles of the you know the dubstep wobbles, blah 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 blah. You know, that's super heavy sounding. Yeah. Um, and it works well with rock. Yeah. It so does. I I digged it. I love the guy's voice. Mm -hmm. Like it's got that edge, you know, of rock. You know, uh -huh. like that that raspy growl kind of like at at times. But then he cleans up, and even when he cleans up, it's just as powerful. Yeah. I, so I I loved and appreciated all that. Um, and then finally, you know, checked them out, bought their their albums or, or downloaded their albums. You know, nobody buys albums these days. Mm -hmm. I still <laughs> but, buy albums. But, <laughs> all right. You do. Yeah, you yeah. do. Yes. Yeah. So I, it was it was a good, a good impression. Um, and I think the the first they're the first uh, band that I have actually bought all their albums uh in that time of my life of being uncool like when i reached the uncool stage i just stopped like you know it's like i this is my music that i like and here's my prune juice and my oatmeal and, <laughs> and this is what i do i'm set in my ways but imagine mm -hmm. dragons was kind of like the like the 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 only band at the time you know around that 2013 yeah. kind of time that I was, oh, okay, yeah, I, I like their albums. Let's see, mm -hmm. you know, and and whatever. I'm I'm looking into their stuff. Nice, yeah. I, they, he does uh, have such a range. He can be really high and sound like. Uh, sometimes it kind of bugs me a little. He's like a little bit too shouty, maybe. But uh, but he can hit some really high notes. Um, but then like other the others of their stuff is like real folksy. Kind of like on top right. of the world. Um, it's time even. It kind of almost sounds like Mumford and Sons ish a little bit. But then there's other stuff that sounds like more scream, like is more screaming and 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 shouty. And I think the the common element between how they do both of those is it's very rhythm heavy. Like the bass and the drums, like it, and even the the way he structures the lyrics, it's very rhythmic. Um, yeah, yeah. So I I really appreciate that about them. Um, his voice is a little shouty for me <laughs> sometimes. I don't always like his voice, but uh, um, he's got power behind it. There's no doubt. Um, definitely, definitely communicates very well. Um, anything Some guys can pull that off, and and I think like going switching between qu uh, clean and shouty, mm -hmm. and I think he he does it. Like you yeah. know, when he goes back to clean, it's like he didn't blow his voice out. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh -huh. it's, yeah, it's similar in some ways to Chester from Lincoln Park. Um, we did an episode on Lincoln Park, but sim similar sort of thing. So, anything else about their artistry yeah. that you that you like that you don't like? 
Yeah, I mean, there's um, I, I was I was listening to uh, Imagine Dragons on this road trip, and uh, and Noelle, my wife, was like, you know, uh, telling me the 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 uh, coordinates that are the street to plug mm-hmm. in on the GPS, and she was like, it's Cypress Mill Road, <laughs> and so I started, uh, but I didn't realize she was telling me the coordinates, so I typed in Cypress into Apple Music uh, and started Hill. listening to Cypress Hill, <laughs> and um. And their song Rockstar came on. And um, in the uh, in the lyrics there, they they start talking about, you know, what it means to be a sellout. And they use the word chameleon like you just sound like everybody around you. Hmm. Uh, that's that's what Cypress Hill kind of like defined as a sellout, like you're this hmm. chameleon. And if you listen to Imagine Dragons, uh, there's like no, no song that is like another song you know on on mm-hmm. their stuff it's like all different sounding drums yeah you know for for every song especially like their later albums like maybe the the first album you know like okay uh, there's there, you can hear the guitar you can hear the same kind of drum set you can hear that bass and and maybe radioactive was the most different sounding song yeah. uh-huh. um on the <laughs> album but but it's like you listen to their stuff and it's just it's different every single song and i don't think that word chameleon like you know fits them oh they're just sellouts they they'll just do you know whatever is popular at the day i don't think that that applies to them but um they're not following a trend necessarily right now i think what they what they're more like is not chameleon but you know remember uh star trek next generation the borg the borg (laughs) they're like (laughs) i think that they assimilate assimilate, like what they like you Uh know it's like if they like your sound or not your sound, like if they like this style of music it's gonna get dude we're gonna do that in in imagine dragons and they just pull it off well like it's like i i I don't feel like they're copying somebody Mm -hmm. i feel like it's still imagine dragons but they've assimilated that style and made it their own yeah that's cool and you've said you've seen them live yeah or you've you've watched some of their live stuff I, I watch uh, uh, a lot of live shows on YouTube. Uh-huh. Like that's that's what I'll do on YouTube. It's like, what do uh-huh. these guys sound like live? But no, I haven't seen. I've got six kids. My yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But well, tell me. Well, I've I've, <laughs> n- I've not looked at much of their live stuff. So tell tell me a little bit about because we were talking before we started recording a, a little bit about you were talking about their live show. Just tell tell me some of your thoughts on them live. If you will. all right, so so <laughs> I love I love Imagine Dragons. My daughter loves Imagine Dragons, but and, you know, like I love all their stuff. Like I've I own all their albums, mm-hmm. but then like when I saw them on on YouTube live, you know, what is their live show like? Um, I was pretty disappointed. Yeah. Um, because it's like they don't sound the same live and Mm -hmm. and that's okay like that's usually a good thing it's like well no 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 live music is completely different than the studio but like i guess what i mean by that is when you listen to their studio album you you hear like all these these crazy sounds you hear like all these different sound uh sounding drum sets you know whatever uh and then uh, when you hear the live show it's completely different like suddenly like i i can take a song like um like um oh gosh what what was the song that i i i any any, like any song from their um from their their later albums Mm -hmm. you don't really hear a lot of guitar yeah and then suddenly when you hear them live play the same song now i can hear you know the the guitarist Mm -hmm. uh uh, guitar just shining through and i'm hearing all this and then the same thing with the drummer it's like you've got all these crazy like electronic drum sounds on the albums but then when you hear the same song live Mm -hmm. it's like that trap set you know that big rock you know Mm -hmm. vintage rock set you know is is on every song yeah and it's like now i just don't get you guys what is your (laughs) sound uh that that bugged me yeah 
Interesting. You know what band that reminds me of is Maroon 5. Um, their, especially their later stuff is like very radio-friendly pop. But then you go to their concerts and they are like full on like Led Zeppelin, let's rock, you know. And uh, okay. it just, it's just a very, very different style from the uh, – I, I think they know it's like, all right, we'll make our pop hits and we'll make our money that way. And then we go on tour like we're a band again. <laughs> so maybe, yeah, maybe there's some it, of that. And that was just – that was new for me. I wasn't, mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting that, that mm-hmm. you know, with Imagine Dragons, that, cool. that feel. Well, if you don't know what they look like, let's, let's put a picture of Imagine Dragons up there. Um, and their album covers, I love their album covers. They all, I don't know if you ever played the video game Destiny, but all their album covers look like Destiny landscapes to me, <laughs> if you ever played that game. Yeah, so th- I've seen it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is uh, Dan, uh, their lead singer, and there they are. And the first song I want to talk about is, again, probably their most famous song, um, Radioactive. I was trying to figure out how to play it before. Uh, I'm waking up, I feel it in my bones, enough to make my system low. Welcome to the new age, to the new age, to the new age, to the new age. Whoa, whoa, I'm radioactive, radioactive. So um, yeah. if you've ever heard any of their songs, you probably heard that song. I love that song. It's just, and it works well, just like stripped down acoustic. It works well with the huge dubstep, all the production. It's just, and you know, that that's what makes a good song when it can be stripped down or when it can be huge. Um, but I was yeah. digging into the lyrics of this song and I've never really understood it before. Um, and so I was, I was actually like Googling like, what's the meaning of this song? And there's a quote from the lead singer. He's like, well, really I, I wrote this when I was struggling with depression and anxiety and I, I felt like I was kind of making some progress and coming out of it. And that's where this song came from. And that made me like, go like, Whoa, that makes me see this song and it's a new light. So let's, let's go through some of the lyrics and just, um, and just talk about some of this. So he says, I'm waking up to ash and dust. I wipe my brow. I sweat my rust. I'm breathing in the chemicals. I'm breaking in, shaping up, checking out of the prison bus. This is the apocalypse. Um, I'm waking up. I feel it in my bones. System's going to blow. Welcome to the new age. I'm radioactive. Like, how do you, I don't know if you, have you ever had an experience like that where you feel like you're coming into something new or do any of these lyrics uh, connect with you or, or some of your experience? Uh, in my high school days, uh, before I knew Jesus, maybe, maybe the, uh-huh. the chemicals, <laughs> but, but yeah, no, I mean the, the first couple lines there is a beautiful, like, um, uh, just kind of like, uh, even just resurrection motif, like the, you know, you got the word ash and dust there, yeah. rust, mm-hmm. um, you know, that that's all like, just like he's, he's waking up from that. Like you're getting up out of that you, and yeah. you're wiping off the rust or whatever um it's it's beautiful as far as just like coming out of the tomb kind of yeah uh, we're when we're recording this we're in the season of Lent. probably by the time this releases it'll be easter but that idea that oh man you are dust and to dust you shall return when you go to mass on ash right. wednesday you get the dust on your forehead and that's like one of the things that the priest says is um i'm waking up to ash and dust and that idea of sweating your rust like you're sweating out like all the all the toxins i, I think that's such a cool right. image um like getting out, of, like he's getting out of prison. He's checking out on the prison bus. Like he's finally getting off the off the bus and, and going out free into the world. Um, so I've I've never struggled with like I've I've like had times where I despaired or times where I was depressed, but I never had like clinical depression where I was um, like. And I, I know people very close to me who have gone through that, and I've I've helped walk with some people as they're as they're going through that, and you know going to counseling and. Um, you know, and, and it's something that endures and people live with it for, for their whole lives. But I also think there are these moments where people 
they have these breakthrough moments and uh there can be like one of my good friends like she had had gone through some stuff and and when she finally like dealt with some trauma in her life she had gone to some counseling like got her medication right like figured out some things in her spiritual life just started making better decisions it is like a new age right you're coming into like this new person like self-actualization um sure so i i definitely uh see that in this song it's a revolution um breaking in shaping and i like up. the uh i like the word when you you know i hadn't heard about the depression thing but mm-hmm. i wonder if the word um and you don't want to you never want to like look too too far deeply into somebody's lyrics because mm-hmm. it's like dude that's that guy's brain y- yeah. y- you have no idea you know you can try to imagine but um uh imagine yeah dragons. the word or the phrase <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you, you, that jumped in my mind but i didn't say it i was like self-control <laughs> the fact that you said it i like that I, yeah. Yeah. yeah um what's it called like uh, yeah the the fr- breathing in the chemicals mm-hmm. you know like just uh, there's so many there's so much language uh associated with with depression mm-hmm. the uh the the the, the phrase or, or language you know chemicals that chemistry mm-hmm. in your brain um and just the fact that he's breathing in i think it's less about pollution mm-hmm. because he's he's you know because he gets out of the ash he gets out of the dust you know whatever and um and it, the first thing he does is he breathes in the chemicals mm-hmm. that aspect of like breathing is like you know there's life there and the yeah. chemicals yeah dude there's there's chemicals in our brain yeah. and sometimes some somehow like i don't know just just realizing he's coming into this this new age like you know this this awakening awakened catholic <laughs> um, is like that, that he, the first thing he does, he's breathe, breathes in the chemicals. Maybe it's like, he's okay with himself. Yeah. You know, he's comfortable with what's going on up here mm-hmm. in this, you know, piece of meat that we call our brain, yeah. you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. There is a, I feel like there is a certain acceptance in a piece that comes with that acceptance. It's like, you know what? Like, uh, like my friend I was talking about who, who struck has still struggles with depression, like, um, close friend of mine, like sometimes when she's having a hard time, she gives me a call. Like sometimes I have to remind her, like, it's okay to be sad. And like, so there's just going to be days where, sure. where you are sad and it's, it's, a, it's okay to be sad. And like, you, you have your family, you have your friends, like you have God, we're, we're here for you. Uh, even when you're sad, even when you don't feel like you're at your best, like we, we love you. And, and I, I, I see a little bit of that in this song that like, I've accepted this about myself. Like, I'm not always a happy chipper guy. Like I go to a dark place sometimes and I, and I, I can, I can accept that about myself. Um, I, I love this. What, did you have any thoughts on that before I move on to a new idea? No. Yeah. Move. move. Yeah. So, uh, this is the idea of being radioactive. Like normally that's an image. Uh, it's very negative, right? If somebody's radioactive, it's dangerous, right? It, it, it kills, <laughs> really kills bad. people, but here it's, it's, it's positive. Like he's radiant. He's shining. He's putting this a positive energy out into the world this you know extreme energy that can do so much and you think about it like a um like a star is radioactive or a sun the sun is radioactive and sure. there's like such power in that like he he feels like he's he's coming into his that's how powerful he feels now that he's he's stepping forward a little bit he's checking out of the prison bus so i i like how he takes an image that is normally kind of negative he could have said you know i'm a star i'm shining like a star and that would have been very positive but now he's like no i'm radioactive and it kind of has a little bit of an, an edge to it. i just i don't know i love the way that he described that i think that's really good lyric writing so when when you were saying that 
yeah because i i've never thought of the song before like like looking at imagery beyond yeah just Mm -hmm. not this song i mean other songs but like looking at the the radioactive theme you know all the words of the song like beyond what's what's there and the way that he's using radioactive is almost like the way that we use the or we talk about the cross oh uh the, the cross is like this terrible horrible uh instrument of death yeah um we wear it around our necks you know like jewelry but Mm -hmm. so it's not a big deal (laughs) i i got nothing um but like but but radiation we can understand yeah and Uh and you know the thing about radiation like you said you know it's dangerous it kills Mm -hmm. but at the same time like you can look at it like um uh in in some applications just natural applications it it kills disease you know like a cancer patient uh, you know, it, it's, it's this thing that is getting rid of, uh, the, this cancerous, it, whatever it mm-hmm. sees in you, uh, the cross gets rid of this, this cancer, you know, in you of sin. Um, and so may, the way that he's using it here, like it's this part of the song where he's like alive, fully alive, just in the same way, like, you know, that we talk about the cross, it's almost like he's talking about, you know, radiation, radioactive. Yeah. Well, I, I'm. You blew my mind right there. So first of all, yes. like the the, yes, the I blew your mind. The, the cross, first of all. Oh, I mean, the cross blows my mind, and I just I, I try to never let myself get comfortable with the cross because it's so easy to just have it be like you have the stars, so you have a star, and then you have the cross. It's just like another shape in you know that we teach our children, like oh, that's a triangle. But like the cross for for generations of people in the ancient world was a symbol of terror. It was like, yeah. it was like how almost like a, a noose would be to, to, to people today or an electric chair or um, a, a gun. It was, it was a sign of execution and terror and persecution and tyranny. And that is the sign of our hope, right? We, right. we look to the cross and, and we say that like, if God can conquer that, if God is right behind my head, like if God can do that, then whatever I'm going through he he's he's in it too and he can help me through this he can help me through this depression he can help me through this dark place um yeah so i I just love what you were saying and then i didn't even think about it in terms of like you know radiation cancer treatment um i have some people that uh, my uh some people in my family right now that are that are fighting cancer and um my gosh it's it's awful but I, i i love that you took it there because when they like that radiation treatment like it attacks the cancer but it also like hurts you right yeah and so you come forth you know assuming the treatment works or whatever you come forth stronger and in some ways healed but not without scars right not and i think that is very true to life is you know we go through times of darkness we go through times of depression and we come out we are a little radioactive (laughs) we, we we we've healed and we've made real progress but we also carry that with us. And I think by uniting all that to the cross is like where the real healing happens is when we're united yeah. to the cross of Christ and saying, Lord, I give this to you. I trust this to you. I don't, may not understand this pain, but I give it to you like that. That's powerful. That's yeah. Uh, I'm going to spend yeah. some time thinking about this. You blew my mind. Dude, this, this, is, this is such a Christian song. <laughs> yeah, it is. I, I, so I, I've looked into their spirituality a little bit. I think they grew up Mormon. Um, and then he, he's kind of rebelled a little bit, um, which I think you see some him rebelling, you know, trying to buck the system a little bit. Um, cool. I, I want to get into a, another song. Are, you, are we done with radioactive? Can we move on? Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. I want to talk about. I don't know how we can blow our minds any more than that. It's okay. okay. The 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 we're we're in the Lord's care, and He will blow our minds if He if He thinks our minds need to be blown more. So, demons. This is probably one of their other um, more more famous songs. I was trying to figure this out before. Uh, when the days are cold and the nights cards are fold and the saints we see are all made of gold. When your dreams all fail, the ones we hail, the worst of all, and the bloods run stale. I want to hide the truth, I want to shelter you, but with the beast inside, there's nowhere we can hide. No matter what we breed, we still are made of greed. This is my kingdom come, this is my kingdom come. When you feel... Uh, that part's high. I don't know if I'll actually sing that. When you feel my heat, <laughs> yes. look into my eyes. That's where my demons hide. That's where my demons hide. Yeah, he's got a high voice. So, And I think yeah, that's... Yeah, I, that's I, I think I was playing it on lower song. key than he normally has. So. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I will not be yeah. playing that at an open mic. That went, that got high real Dude, fast. <laughs> that's why I played Zero. That's the only song I think where he's like... Da, 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 da. <laughs> So, some people just like stopped listening to the episode. They're like, next episode on the podcast. <laughs> Mike's trying to hit high notes again. Sorry. Come on, guys. Right. We're, we're, we're not professionals here. Come on. <laughs> Let's. Uh, all right. So demons. A lot of religious language in this song. Um, yeah. Talking about saints. Um, the beast inside. My kingdom come. This is my kingdom come. Do you, do you have thoughts about this song? <laughs> oh my gosh like the the what was, go back to the uh to that beginning uh mm-hmm. there the uh i mean i i can hardcore relate to this like d- just mm-hmm. the uh it, it again you don't want to assign too much meaning to somebody else's song because yeah. i mean i can't even assign meaning to my own songs <laughs> like what the heck was i <laughs> yeah, thinking there uh-huh. but it's like you know the, just the line and the saints we see are all made of gold. It's like, mm. oh my gosh, this song is real. You know, like the 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 guy is the first line when the days are cold and the cards all fold. Like he's this is like broken. Mm-hmm. You're broken, and oh, you look for the saints. You look up to the saints, and guess what? All the even broken right now is. Uh, you, you know, you, you are maybe still seeing this misconception of the saints yeah. that they're like the, these people up on pedestals mm-hmm. made of gold, you know, that you can't relate to. Yeah. The hol- uh, that holiness line, is like, oh it, my God. It's all, like, you see the holiness is like, that's unattainable. That's not me. I'm, I'm broken. My cards are folded. My days are cold. The, the, they're like way up there. Like I'm not a church person. I'm not a holy person. Like. Yeah. I'm never going to get there. Never going to yeah. get there. Yeah. And and then his dreams, you know, it gets even worse. Mm-hmm. His dreams have failed. <laughs> you wake up uh, and you're 38 years old and you're not a rock star. Like, you know, you thought you were going to be. <laughs> Are you 38? I wait, I'm 39. You're 30, I was going to say I'm 38. How do you know how old I am? But I guess we're the same age. So. Oh my God. I, I just got this sense, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's very yeah, cool. I mean, the first verse is just totally relatable from the spiritual uh, uh, sense or the s- spiritual approach. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love that that image of the blood is run stale. Like you can, like thinking of just like you feel lethargic. But um, you know, if you're, again, there, there's like some Christian language there. Like we talk about being washed in the blood of Christ. Like, and if if the saints all seem like gold and unattainable, like 
the blood of Christ can like that can seem stale to us. Just like we we're talking about the cross, the cross can just seem like another another symbol. It's lost its meaning. It's lost its power for us. So um, anyway, interesting. Like definitely, definitely some messages of disillusionment there. I think. Wait, 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 wait. Go, sorry, one more thing on yeah, that. Yeah, the ahead. line before that is uh, is when your dreams all fail and the ones we hail are the worst of all. Mm. And the blood runs stale. It's almost like your blood ran. Maybe the reason why your blood runs stale is because, I mean, even just uh, to me, that line, when, when your dreams all fail and the ones we hail yeah. are the worst of all, that sounds like scandal. Yeah. There's like a disillusionment with the people you looked up to. Yeah. 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 I don't think we know anything about that in the Catholic Church, do you? We've never had that happen. No, no, no we're 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 perfect. <laughs> we're, never happened once. <laughs> never had anybody in our leadership. No, abso- absolutely. Like I know, I know. Like I've had some people. Well, I come from the Washington Archdiocese, so we know all about scandal. We know all about disillusionment. We know all about, um, you know, the the people that we hail and hold up as 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 awesome, um, turning out not to be so awesome and. Um, you know, I've, I've had friends close to me that have done some awful things and I've felt betrayed by that and been hurt by the church. It's, it's, it's awful. It tests your faith. Um, some people, some people, they, they don't come back to church after that. They don't, they, they see church as a place of disillusionment where the bloods run stale, you know? It, it'll, you know, in the church, it'll either make you a saint or a demon. Just like the name of the song. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. Man. I want to hide the truth. So it's like wanting to run away. There's nowhere we can hide. Um, the talking about the beast and stuff. So there's, it sounds like there's evil without there's like the, the, the ones we hail or, and, but there's also like something within, um, no matter what we breed, we still are made of greed. So it's like, I can't escape my like awfulness. Um, yeah. why do you think he ends with, this is my kingdom come. Well, that sure is like, you know, that Christian imagery. Like uh-huh. if you looked at their their past, you know, or, mm-hmm. where they come from and you were like, you find that this guy is like, you know, comes from a Muslim past, <laughs> you'd mm-hmm. be like, what? <laughs> but I mean, it's like that line right there is like your Christian upbringing, no matter what, like, yeah. you know, shining forth through in your, in your song. And um, I think uh, I, to me, he's he's talking to, to a girl he likes, you know, he, oh, he's okay. talking to, he, he you know, he he's like, a lot of the, the, the songs, like the, the, I can't remember the other songs, but do you feel like in a lot of Imagine Dragon songs, it's like he's, he's saying this kind of theme of like, I'm going to, you know, I, I'm, it's not that I'm not the person you think I am. Like, it, it's like this inauthentic, uh, inauthentic kind of ness, you know, whatever. But it's just like, he comes from this brokenness. Yeah. And it's like, do you really want to, you know, do you really want to see me? Yeah. Cause I, you know, I don't get too close. You know, that, that, that word don't get too close is uh-huh. in there, but it's, it's like, dark inside. I'm really broken. So if you want to be with me, like you got to know this about me. Yeah. Uh huh. To, to me, it's like, and, and with the line, my kingdom come, I, I, to me, it's like, it's this, you have all this brokenness before, before that line. And so I don't think he's talking about, you know, the, the, uh, the kingdom of God, like, you know, in the true sense, you know, the, the, uh, the ecclesial sense, the, 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 the beatific vision sense, mm-hmm. you know, the kingdom. But I think he's talking about, it's like, this is literally my kingdom. Like, as, you know, as, opposed, world... as, as opposed to God's kingdom, this is not yeah, God's yeah, like, kingdom like, come, um, this is my kingdom come. This is what yeah, I, this yeah, is like what the, I get. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This, this is the world around me, you yeah. know? Yeah. 
this is my world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I of this brokenness. When I when I you know in the scriptures you come across that phrase the kingdom of God. It's like Jesus says it every other every other verse in the Bible. It seems like he's talking about the kingdom, the kingdom, the kingdom. And when he's teaching the Lord's prayer, he says, "Thy will be done on earth." as it is in heaven. Like that's, that's the kingdom is when, when we're living heavenly lives in the here and now, like the kingdom is at hand. It's not just far off someday. It's here when we are living God's will and we're living in rightly ordered relationships and we're treating one another as we're supposed to. And he's saying this, this greed, this beast inside, this disillusionment, this is my kingdom. This is what happens when it's my will is done on earth. Like that's, that's how, that's how I read it is like, if it's coming from me, this is my kingdom come. This greed and this beast and this disillusionment when the you know the 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 blood running stale. Um and if you want to love me, if you want to get to know me, like be careful. It's it's dark inside. That's where my demons are. Um I, I want to talk about um, you know, you're 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 a married man. I think letting other people into our demons is like a necessary step in intimacy. I mean, that's something I've found. Um, and I think it's been a struggle for me as a man because men are supposed to be, you know, strong and we don't need emotional support and we don't talk about our feelings. I I think it, it was several years into my marriage before I was really able to kind of let down my guard and trust my wife enough to be like, well, look, I do, I do have some insecurities and even discover that I had these insecurities. Cause I, I don't know about you, but I, I just feel like as a man in our society, like we're in, in a lot of ways, we're not allowed to address those things. We're not allowed to have feelings. We're seen as, as weak. If we talk about our feelings, we're seen as unmanly if we talk about our feelings. Um, and so from, I know for me, it was a big step in my spirituality, a big step in my marriage, a big step in my personal development to be able to let down those walls, to let other people see that, like, I'm, I'm not perfect. Get behind the masquerade, get behind the facade of, you know, Mike Tenney, Catholic guy who teaches Catholic theology and went to Catholic U and, you know, has done missionary work and pro-life work and, and social justice work. And, um, but inside, like I'm, I'm a mess. Like I'm, I'm selfish and manipulative and sinful. Like, and I don't want people to see that, but if I'm going to let somebody love me, really, I got to let them see that at some point. I don't Does that, does that connect with you at all? I feel like, yeah. 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 This is that, that's a, uh, this is a super honest song mm-hmm. uh, that, that, yeah. Like coming from a man singing that, um, uh, yeah. And he's, ta- to me, it, it sounds like he's telling somebody that he's, he's, you know, getting close to this, 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 uh, other, you know, like if you really want to know me though, you know, I got, I got some things to tell you, mm. man. The ma- the masquerade again. I-, I feel like a lot of their lyrics they're rebelling against the facade, like the facade of holiness of other people, and the facade against holiness in my myself. Like we don't just want a pretty picture, as Jesus said, like the whitewashed tombs. You know, you don't just want something that looks pretty and white on the outside, but on the inside is like this rotting corpse. Like it sounds like he's saying, "Look, if you're gonna love me, if you're gonna get to know me, we got to talk about the rotting corpse. <laughs> I got to show you the rotting corpse inside." Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and there's that 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 line like what is the the first is the first uh, line of the the chorus when you feel my heat? Mm, yeah, and I cool I never want to assume that I know the words because it's like, <laughs> <laughs> you, you you know you hear songs and then you finally read yep, the lyrics and you're I like you mean, I yeah. was singing the completely wrong yep, words. I do that every time. Yeah, like the the line when you feel my heat. Like, all right, if you're gonna feel somebody's heat. That means you're getting really close to them. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's a get, very intimate line. You super know, intimate, like yeah. 
you know, and and they're they're super close. Look into my eyes. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, those two things. When you feel my heat right there in that moment, uh, look into my eyes. Don't you know? We we don't do well with eye contact sometimes. Mm. You know, and especially with with today's day and age, uh, social media. You you never have eye contact. I'm looking at you, my, uh, looking Mike. At... But like, I'm looking over there in <laughs> <Yeah>. my camera. <laughs> to look to look like I'm looking in your eyes, I got to look at the camera. But when I'm actually looking at your eyes, I'm looking at the screen. Yes, so, yeah. yes. And I have yeah. to imagine what you're what you're like. You know, yeah. how is he responding to me right now? I don't know. I'm staring <laughs> at a GoPro. Um, but but yeah, that's a super super intimate thing, and uh, and and it's like. Um, uh, yeah, like you're going to see if you get that close and you're going to look into his eyes in that close, intimate moment where he's not going to look away. You're not going to look away. Hey, you're going to see some things and I got to share that with you. I got to tell you what, you know, uh, I got to be upfront about it. So it's mm-hmm. a super honest and vulnerable, yeah. uh, uh, song. Yeah. Uh, last thing on this song I want to talk about is they, um, the, the bridge is really interesting. It says they, they say it's what you make. I say it's up to fate. It's woven in my soul. I need to let you go. Your eyes, they shine so bright. I want to save that light. I can't escape this now unless you show me how. So, so here's, here's kind of, do you have, do you have thoughts on the bridge before I give, give my take? Yeah. I mean, it's super depressing, <laughs> it's super depressing. <laughs> but, but I, it, it's, it's actually terrible. Like it's uh, it terribly, you know, like you're the, the word fate, mm-hmm. uh, you know, but I say it's up to fate. It's like, no, no, no. Like I I'm locked in. Mm-hmm. I'm so locked in and like, don't, you better go. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to hurt you. Like get out of here. Cause I'm ruined. Um, I'm, like, I, I can't, I, I can't change. I'm going to hurt you. So you need to leave me kind of. Yeah. 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 It, 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 it's, it's time to break up. Like it's not you, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Is, is that just a really, really dark way of saying, saying that, but, yeah. but like the, in all seriousness, the, the one, like, so he says, I can't escape this now. The very, you know, it's like, it's like the end of the phrase, you know, we're going to go back to the chorus. It's like terrible, like depressing bridge. Mm-hmm. It's almost like, a, you know, this breakup language, you know, you're stuck in your fate. There is no changing. But the last line there, unless you yes. show me how yeah. that, I mean, you know, you, you don't have to assign that line to, you know, your, 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 your wife, your girlfriend, you know, whatever, yeah. like that's kind of a lot to put on you know, uh, uh, the, you know, the person you, you love that that's, yeah, they can't, that's a lot to expect of them. They can help me, yeah. but they're not your savior. Jesus is your savior. Right. <laughs> and so it's like that line, it, it could almost be like a prayer, like, you Absolutely. know, show me how, like, that's such a beautiful ending to that I've, dark I've, bridge there. I've prayed that prayer when I've felt like, man, I can't escape this God, Like I need you, God. I like, I've reached my, like, I can't, I can't do this. I need you. Um, yeah. I, I like that it, ends hopeful it, it's almost like he changes his mind throughout the the verse or the, the bridge because yeah. he's saying you know people tell me it's what you make of it you know and i can change my situation you know stuff that you can't control what happens to you but you can't control what you do with it but he's like it's woven in my soul i say it's up to fate but then i see your eyes they shine so bright i want to save that light i can't escape this unless you show me how like maybe with your help maybe with the help of this other yeah. person maybe with the help of god maybe i, I, I can't escape this um so i it reminded me of something I had heard once and I, and I try, I was like Googling, um, like quotes, like where did I heard this quote before? And it turns out it's from the catechism, which is awfully convenient because we're in pop culture catechism. <laughs> so, um, if you're unfamiliar with what the, the, the catechism is, a, a catechism is just a teaching tool for teaching people about the faith. Um, and, 
uh, which is what we try to do on this show through pop culture is try to learn more about, about God and our relationship to him and the longings of the human heart. But there's like an, an official like book catechism in the very first paragraph in the catechism says God infinitely perfect and blessed in himself in a plan of sheer goodness freely created man to make him share in his own blessed life. And for this reason, at every time and in every place, God draws close to man and he calls man to seek him, to know him and to love him with all his strength. He calls together all men scattered and divided, men and women, but it says men, um, scattered and divided by sin into the unity of his family, the church. To accomplish this when the fullness of time had come, God sent his son as redeemer and savior in his son and through him, he invites men to become in the Holy Spirit, his adopted children, and thus heirs of his blessed life. And, and the reason I wanted to, to pull this up is, uh, so paragraph three, right after that, it says, those who with God's help have welcomed Christ's call and freely responded to it are urged on by the love of Christ to proclaim the good news everywhere in the world. So there's this interesting, there, there's been this interesting debate through all of Christianity, like do we have, and throughout all the history of philosophy, and this is in the Western tradition, in the Eastern tradition, all over the world, humans have wondered like, can we really choose? Do we really have free will? And I love what the, the, the church has to say about this is like, yes, it's God, but it's also our cooperation with God. No, we can't save ourselves, but also God will not force it on us. God invites us. He calls us. And, and I highlighted in here all the places where it talks about our freedom to accept God. And like, yes, it starts with God. It's his initiative. And it's only by his grace that we say yes, but it, it does require our cooperation. God does not force it on us. And I see that in these lyrics here where he recognizes, I can't do this on my own. I can't save myself. I can't do this by my, on my own. Um, but yet there's this choice to reach out. There's this choice to accept God's help or to accept help from outside myself. Um, so it's, it's this interesting understanding of free will. That's not just fate. You're locked into it. You're going to turn to the dark side, Luke. It's your destiny, right. you know, <laughs> but there is this free choice to accept it. Um, anyway, and I, I, I see him struggling with that tension that I also see in this quote from the catechism. Um, so, yeah, the, Bishop Fulton Sheen said, you, you, can, uh, you can know that you have free will just by the fact that uh, somebody says thank you. Uh, oh. To you, if you were locked in to your fate, you know, and and you don't have free will, yeah. Why would anybody ever thank you <clears throat> when you do something for them? Because it implies that you didn't have to do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you when you walk up to the grocery store and the doors open, you don't say thank you to the doors for opening because it wasn't <laughs> well, their I choice, do. right? <laughs> Maybe I'm not I'm not grateful enough for our robot overlords. Um, yeah. I'll show you how, Mike. I'll show you. <laughs> show how. me how. Let's talk about it's time. This was the first song I heard by them, and it was so different from Radioactive. Or I think it was the second song I heard by them. It was, I didn't recognize it was them because it's so different from Radioactive. Right. It's a cool song. I've I've done this song with um with like youth from my school. We had like a little youth band, and we we did this at some retreats and stuff. Yeah. Um. So you you said you wanted to talk about this song. Uh, do you wanna do you wanna start us off with this one? Yeah. So like again, I'm I'm at that age where uh where I'm old and and like I don't care about what's cool anymore. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so I, 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 this song hooked me on Imagine Dragons. Uh, you know, this, this was where I, I started buying their album or downloading their albums or whatever. And, um, it, it, it was because, um, this song just hit me. Mm -hmm. uh, it crushed me inside. Like when, when I was going through what I was going through that, at that time in my life. Mm -hmm. uh, and then the words of the song were like illuminating 
you know, what was going on in my heart because what was going on outside my heart in the world, you know, could relate exactly to, to those, uh, to those themes in the song. Um, like I had just, uh, you know, I was, I was the youth minister in, in, in a town in, in Michigan and, uh, and was discerning my way out of, of that position. Um, and was actually at the time applying for a job in Dodge city, Kansas. And so I was in Dodge City, Kansas, you know, this brand new town, you know, just just visiting, applying for this new youth ministry job, staying with this host family, you know, uh, so so I could, you know, just get into Dodge and then get out, get out of Dodge. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and, and so, like, for some reason, it was like the, the night before the interview um, and I'm in this host family's, you know, home in their, in their guest room. And I'm listening to this song. I have no idea what I was listening to it on or, you know, earbuds or, or whatever I, I had, you know, like, I don't even know if Apple music was out there. It probably was no iTunes was out, but for some reason I had this song and I, and I was listening to this song and, and just like, I, I it just crushed me. Mm. It, it, it just broke me. Uh, the words of this song, like specifically, um, I don't ever want to leave this town. Mm. You know, I think that that's, that's the, uh, the, either that's the pre-chorus or the chorus, yeah. but I don't ever want to leave this town. It's like when you're a youth minister, you form this relationship with the people that you're, that you're doing ministry, uh, to with, yeah. you know, wh whatever, you know, God is doing the ministry through you, you know, to them, but, mm -hmm. but it's like, you form this relationship with them and it's like. I, that line, I don't ever want to leave this town. And then the next line, I don't ever want to let you down, you know, or mm -hmm. whatever. I forget the order. Maybe I'm, yeah. I'm mixing it up, but I don't ever want to leave this town. I don't ever want to let you down. It, it just, it just broke me because it's like the kids that I was ministering to, they don't know the real reason why yeah. I'm leaving. You know, there, there was some, some and, dysfunction there. And, and they're always, they're always going to be a little hurt no matter what the reason is. Yeah. Yeah. And you, it, it's, you have to, you can never really tell them, you know, like what you're going through because that's, that's yeah. just youth minister etiquette. You don't like, you know, spill yeah. your guts to your teens. Uh, like uh. this is what I'm dealing with. You know, it's like <laughs> your youth would just be like, uh, I don't know what to do. <laughs> so, yeah. so it's like, you know, I, I, I felt broken and, and connected with that verse because it's like, I, I can't tell you what I'm going through, but I, you know, I love you and I don't ever want to leave this town. I don't ever want to let you down. Um, and then the next line, this city, but this city never sleeps at night or whatever it is, you know, here I am in Dodge city, you know, and it's just like, for some reason that line, you know, and like, I was like, I changed the words, changed the words. And I'm like, Dodge city never sleeps at night. <laughs> <laughs> So, that's so what I think like, of. You know, I think of Dodge this... City as it never sleeps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's like Las Vegas, you know, where, uh -huh. where Imagine Dragons is from. Mm -hmm. But but it's like just just all those themes of the chorus, you know. Um, never want to lay down. Never want to leave this town because after all, the city never sleeps. But it's time to begin. Yeah. You know, isn't it? I get a little bit. You know, whatever it is. You know, mm -hmm. it's just it's this new beginning. You know, but but then it culminates in in the last line of the chorus. But I, you know, uh, never changing who I am. You know, just just like guys, like you know, just speaking to these youth, like I, I'll never forget you. You know, and I'm mm -hmm. never changing who I am. You know, who, yeah. just because I'm leaving. It, it, does that make sense? It, yeah, it, just... it totally makes sense. One, well, I just I, like I told you, I spent 14 years as a Catholic high school theology teacher at the same school, and like I saw like students of mine like met in my class and like got to know each other on the retreats that I ran and like got married and stuff like that. I like, got a bunch of students at my wedding. The photographer at my wedding was one of my students. Like I've maintained relationships with them. Like some of my closest friends now are former students that I've maintained relationships with. And, um, in leaving my students was painful for me. And I, I knew it was going to be painful. Um, 
for some of them. I, I totally get what you're saying. Can, let's let's throw these lyrics up there because they're I, they're super relevant and good. Um, and now now you're gonna see how I butchered them. <laughs> no, you were you were. I was impressed that you didn't have them in front of you because you were they were a little out of order, but you but you had them. So um, yeah, yeah. There's this tension because sometimes you you know I, I got to move on. There's something I got to do. But there's these people depending on me, and I, I feel like there is a lesson my dad taught me at a young age. Um, when I was in high school, I was on the wrestling team and I was, I was a a fairly decent wrestler and I was a captain my junior year and my senior year was going to be like my year, you know? Um, but for a bunch of reasons, I decided not to wrestle my senior year and I knew it was the right decision. It was like one of the first decisions I think like I prayerfully discerned. Um, but I remember I had to call up my coach and be like, you're like best wrestler captain of your team is not going to wrestle this year. And like talking to my my, my teammates, like that was hard. And I remember like talking to my dad about it and him saying like, sometimes quitting is the brave decision. Sometimes moving on so you can do other things. Um, like sometimes that's the brave decision that, that has guided me so much. Like even in relationships with, with breakups, like sometimes you're, you're in a relationship and, um, you know, it's just time to, it's time to move on. It's time to begin. Um, I get a little bit bigger, but there's all, there's, there's part of me that changes and grows and I'm coming into more of who I am. But there's also part of me that's, that's still the same. I'm still never changing who I am at, at, at my core, but there is a part right. of me that is unfinished. I'm still a pilgrim on the journey and I'm still growing. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's beautiful that, uh, it's time, time to, time to begin, isn't it? I get a little bit bigger than that. I'll admit I'm just the same as I was. Why don't you understand? I'm never changing who I am. Yeah, I for, I forgot how beautiful this song is. This is a really beautiful yeah. song. I love it. That was beautiful. Um, oh well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I was just figuring it out right there. So um, hopefully, it, it, my corazón, my corazón. Oh, yeah. that's great. Do you speak Spanish? Uh, un poquito. Un poquito. I, okay. I just know uh, phrases that get me by through ministry. Um, okay. Like I've stood in cool. front of the entire parish and made an announcement at the Spanish mass. Mm. And I said in Spanish, I'm as happy as a tapeworm. <laughs> and after that, everyone liked me. So, yeah. I've, I I can do a couple Spanish worship songs, but that's about as as, as far as I go. I, I, that's yeah. all you need. <clears throat> yeah. Well, there you go. Um, <laughs> let's see. We don't have a whole lot of time left. So I want to I want to talk about Believer. This this is um yeah. uh I don't know how to play this one. I'm not gonna sing it. This one's hard to sing. This is one is a little more shouty. He goes from like real low to real high. You've probably heard this one on the radio. Um it hits heavy. And I kind of thought Imagine Dragons had kind of like gone away, like their time had passed, and they came out with this song, and I was like, whoa, this song is epic. Um, and something I learned when I was doing some research about this song is uh, apparently the lead singer, main songwriter guy, Dan, he like has some sort of like arthritis or, or he has some sort of chronic pain where like he's just in pain like all the time. And it took him a while to figure out like what was going on. He can only kind of manage it with with like therapy and medication or whatever. But like he is in pain a lot of the time. And this song is all about pain. And it's like the, the emotional pain, but there's physical pain. Have you ever known anyone who struggles with chronic pain? No, not I'd, off the top of my head. I'd, I'd, one of my best friends in college struggled with, had had a, a, a chronic pain, like a like a joint thing. Um, and she was just, oh my gosh, it was like such a cross. And she, she, you know, she bore it, bears it beautifully, but it's, um, 
it really is such a cross for some people who who have this this pain that just never goes away. And I'm I'm like such a wimp. Like I get a I get a little I have a little sore on the inside of my mouth right now from where I like I, I bashed my head on my 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 two year old's head. I bashed my mouth on his head and I've got this little cut on the inside of my mouth for like the past two days. And it's like that drives me crazy. And I'm like yeah. I don't I'm, I can't imagine how people deal with the the sort of uh, pain that he's that. And this is a beautiful meditation on this this pain. Um, yeah. where he says, I was broken from a young age, taking my sulking to the masses. So I'm like putting this into a song for the masses, writing my poems for the few. So I'm taking my songs to the masses, but there's only a few people that are going to understand what I'm going through. Nice. Um, that look at me, took to me, shook to me, feeling me, uh, singing from heartache, from the pain, taking my message from my veins, speaking my lessons from the brains, seeing the beauty through the pain. And when, when he gets to this part, it's like, Pah! He like yells it. It's it's so <laughs> powerful. When I listen to this song now, knowing like what this guy has gone through, I'm like, oh man. And he says, "Pain, you've made me a believer. Break me down, you build me up. A believer. Let the bullet fly. Let the bullets fly. Let them rain. My life, my love, my drive. It came from pain. That's like, I feel like you you can meditate with this. This is profound stuff. Do you have thoughts on this? Uh, I mean, the, the dude, like, is this guy Catholic or what? <laughs> it's like, I mean, that's literally our faith. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. The, the, the cross, um, uh, this life is, is you're not going to get out or through it, mm-hmm. uh, without the cross. Um, and it's a bad thing. Like it, it, pain and death is an offensive thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, dare, dare I say, like, <laughs> can we say controversial things here? Uh, uh, Mike? Is yeah. It, so, um, I, so if you're, if you're, if you're listening with kids around, just put in your earbuds for a minute. I don't know what David's going to say. So, but I, yeah, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> oh man, maybe I should swear. No, no do uh, it. Go ahead. But, but pain and death. Um, you know, death, the, the ultimate fulfillment of pain is, is more e- offensive than, than even racism. You know, what we, mm. everything that we're offended by these days, and we're offended by a lot of things, mm-hmm. the most offensive thing as human beings, uh, that we are offended or c- c- should be offended by is, is death, mm. uh, that, that we have these beautiful lives, uh, that we have the, you know, that, that we have these lives and we see beauty, experience beauty, et cetera. Oh, but by the way, it, everything just ends in death. Mm. Um, that is literally the most offensive thing. And here his, his, uh, his chorus, the, the message of his th- song, the core of it is, is this, this experience of, of death with pain. Uh, it's the foundation of, uh, yeah, making him a believer, like, and, and what he believes in, what I don't know. We're, we'll get to that. But yeah, that's really interesting. The the idea because I think again, and we're talking about things from the Christian faith that are profound, but we've kind of lost sight of because they've become so cliche to us. Like the cross is one, but this idea of death as as offensive, death is like a great injustice. Like we've become so accustomed to this idea that like oh you die and you go to heaven, you get to be with God, and there's this life after death. Like I, I think. We've kind of, and, and some of that's good. We've kind of taken the sting out of out of death. You know, even the scriptures say, "Oh, death, where is your sting?" But we should never lose sight of how amazing that is, how powerful that is. That, oh, death, where is your sting? Like that's what we're going to say on Easter um, in just a, a week or two when when Easter comes up at the time of this recording. Like that proclamation that death 
is does not have power over me. Like that is huge. The fact that our suffering, right. that God can take our suffering and work it for a greater good. And as you say, not that death is a good thing. It's 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 the it's the worst thing. Not that suffering is a good thing. Um, it's a sign that our world is broken. But how good is our God that he can take even that worst thing, even death, even death on a cross, even the torture in, in death and murder of an innocent man, he can take that and work that for the good. I feel like I talk about Romans 8 on every episode of this show, but that, that, that quote that God makes all things work for the good of those who love him according to his purpose, that a lot of, it's common to say in our, our culture that everything happens for a reason. But I think the more Christian way of understanding it is like God makes sense of the senseless. When things have no reason, when things have no sense, God can take that. He can take these broken bones and these and this dust and he can make beauty from them. You know, it says in, in, in Genesis that God formed man out of the dust, out of the ashes. Like we can be formed into the image and likeness of, of God. And so even out of this pain that we experience or even chronic pain that we experience, depression that we experience, no matter what we're going through, like if we hand that over to God, if we unite that to his cross through, through prayer and through our community and the sacraments, God can take that and work it for a greater good. And we come out, you know, radioactive, ready to go. Like there can be this resurrection. Um, right. So, yeah, that's the beautiful. other thing about the other thing about pain, too, is, is and just the uh, the name of the song, the theme of the song or whatever. It's like, well, why are you a believer? If anybody ever asked that or you, you were in a situation where you got to share your faith, uh, you know, this is why I'm a I'm a believer, mm -hmm. you know, or, or a Catholic is is a lot of that or that answer is tied to uh, something pain, mm -hmm. you know, something related to pain or, or at least what pain is. And why I think it makes him a believer in the song, um, mm -hmm. again, not reading too much into it, is like that it, pain is experiential. Mm. Uh, like, yeah, yeah, you definitely experience it. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. If, if, you, um, if you feel pain, you are very present to that moment, you know, to that experience uh, of what's going on. And, and so it's like when, you, when, when somebody asks you, you know, like, well, how do you personally know that Jesus is real? Mm -hmm. You know, why are you Catholic? And what it gets down to is that it's not like quoting from the catechism. It's not like saying, well, we believe in the Eucharist and I believe I'm Catholic because because I, I, you know, the Eucharist or whatever. No, yeah. it's like what it comes down to is every a true Catholic uh, ends up with some kind of story that is like, well, all right, I was going through this. Yeah. in my life. Mm -hmm. And, and it's usually something, you know, in some way related to something that's pain. Yeah. Uh, -huh. uh you know, whether that's fear or, or whatever the, the depression or, or, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. And God showed up in this way. Yeah. Absolutely. And he changed my life. Mm -hmm. He did this. Yeah. I'm sure. And, and yeah. in that experience, that that's what makes you a believer. Absolutely. Absolutely. I've seen that so powerfully and working in youth ministry. I'm sure you've heard a lot of talks on retreats and stuff where, where teens will, will, will pour out their hearts and share these struggles they've gone through. And I, sometimes, you know, we'd, we'd bring somebody on the retreat and they'd be like, why are you having these kids talk about these, these things that have happened to them? And I said, because that's where Jesus meets us. Jesus meets us in our pain, in our yuck, in our, in our, in our awfulness, in our dust and our ashes. And St. Paul says, we, we boast of our weakness, right? Because yeah. it's through our weakness where, where Christ is glorified. And, you know, so I think there is such a power in our, our suffering when we hand it over to God, um, that right. he does make sense of the senseless. So, 
David, I, I, I hate to say this cause we're going so deep and we've only gotten to like three songs or four songs, but, uh, <laughs> we're not even going to get to the new singles that, that, that came out. But, uh, I love that we've gone this done deep dives on this. So, um, if you were talking to someone that had never heard of Imagine Dragons, give, give me three songs you would have them listen to. Um, oh my gosh. Um, you want me to go first? Yeah, go okay. ahead. So I would, I would say radioactive. Um, they have a, a newer song from a couple of years ago called natural, which I really like, um, w- which was on the radio and they have a, another newer song from the suicide squad album where it's like them and, and, and Lil Wayne and, and, and a bunch of rappers. Um, it's not clean. There's a bunch of profanity in it. So, uh, be warned of that. But anyway, I, 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 I think that gives you a good breath. I actually, I'd, it's time. I, I forgot what a good song it's time was until we just looked at the lyrics. I'd probably throw it's time in there. So I gave you four songs. I broke my own rules. So what would you say? <clears throat> Um, that is super hard, extremely <laughs> hard to, to narrow down, uh-huh. but I, I would, I mean, I'll just say personally, like I, yeah, I love it's time. Mm-hmm. Um, I also love the, the, the first album. I mean, the, all the albums I love, but, um, the, the first, first album, really yeah. And the, the, the song, um, uh, Amsterdam, mm. I, I just, I, I dig that song. Um, it, it doesn't really, it, 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 I don't think any song captures their, their sound but that's just a a good song nice um and then of course i i love zero like i i know these are not like the best songs that like capture their their sound but i i can only speak from hey these are songs that i dig yeah you know what we should do is we should um you and i should put together a spotify playlist and we can put it in the show notes would you would you do that with me Sure. Sure. All right. So we'll, we'll put our favorite Imagine Dragon songs. We'll put it in a Spotify playlist. We'll put it so you can, you can, you can listen to. Um, so uh, David, I often ask my guests if they would close this in prayer, kind of reflecting on some of the things that we talked about. Would you be willing to do that? Yeah. Amen. Awesome. So um, if you are at home, just, uh, you know, maybe, maybe take a moment. If you can, you can close your eyes or just take a deep breath, uh, place yourself in a, in a, in a, a quiet state of mind where uh, we can welcome the Lord into our hearts. Take it away, David. Lord God, we um, ask that you would please um, be with uh, not only us in this uh, this Lent um, going into Easter, um, but we ask God that uh, you would help us to. Um, there's so many things that we talked about, but uh, what comes to mind is is um, transform the stuff that is in our lives that. Uh, whether it's it's the the ash and rust, <laughs> you know, whatever. Uh, but the stuff that that we see as as the pain, uh, the painfulness, uh, the the radioactiveness, um, we ask that you'd please help us to see that in in light of the cross. May it not be something that we uh, run away from, um, but just like in in the words, you know, can you show me how? Uh, in those areas of our lives that we feel overcome. Uh, that we feel completely just beaten down and broken, uh, those demons inside. We ask that you'd give us the words in our heart that we can say, uh, especially uh, on Good Friday, bring it to the cross and say, can you show me how? Mm. Uh, Can you renew my mind? Uh, like St. Paul says, uh, the the knowledge of Christ for the the renewal of of our minds. And uh, just just taking the name, uh, the word out of the the, the band, imagine, um, help us to to have a, a new vision, a new vision in our mind of of uh, of the world uh, of our lives that is is a Catholic worldview. Help us to 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 have a, this imagination 
this imaginative view that, of the world that is, is not related to the secular uh, world influencing us, but that we truly have a Catholic worldview that we, we stand out. We pray this, Jesus, in your name and through the intercession of Mary. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. David, thank you Amen. so much. We, we went deep, man. We went real deep. Tell, uh, tell people where they can find you. If they want to know more about you and more about Percoustics, where, sh- where should they look? Yeah, yeah. So um, percoustics.com. Mm-hmm. Um, and percoustics is, is a weird uh, spelling or whatever, but just think percussion and acoustics put together with mm-hmm. an X at the end of it, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just look for that. Um, we're on social media, YouTube, you know, the, the whatever, Instagram, Facebook. And um, yeah, just just stay tuned. Stay tuned for all of that because we're we're coming out with some new things. Actually, cool. we got a, a new pick guard design uh, that is coming up, and and we just got our first influencer. And that. and we are just just going forward with uh, just trying to ruin music uh, <laughs> as as we know it. Awesome. Well, I'm excited for you and excited to see what happens. Do, do you have any buddy you want to shout out real quick? I want to shout out my my friend Hope Hempill, who's a big Imagine Dragons fan, and help me uh, prepare for this episode a little bit. Anyone you want to shout out? Uh, my mother-in-law. Awesome. Good, good, good. Cool. Um, so thank you for hanging with us on pop culture catechism. Again, we, this is David McHugh, singer, songwriter, and inventor of percoustics. Check him out. I am Mike Tenney. You can find more about me at MikeTenney.com. You can follow me at, on social media at PK Mikey T. If you want to support this show, um, and all the shows on Awaken Catholic, you can go to awakencatholic.org slash donate and um, become a, a patron, part of the Awaken Nation by making a monthly donation. And that helps everything that happens here happen. You can share this show with anyone who is an Imagine Dragons fan or is a music fan or just it made you think of somebody who's going through some pain or some loss. Say, hey, maybe maybe you'd like to send this to them, share it on your social media. All that stuff helps us. Give us your likes, shares, uh, go to iTunes and give us a review or five-star rating. All that stuff is super helpful. Uh, and pray for us. We pray for you. We pray for all our listeners and viewers. Uh, so thank you so much for supporting us on Awaken Catholic. We'll see you next time.